Greetings, hello everybody, welcome back to the middle of the order. We have our fifth T.O.P. It is Wednesday. Uh, hope you guys are having a good week, but uh, we're going to keep going with these strong here. Let's dive right on in. Today's episode, today's T.O.P., your Pittsburgh Pirates. And just off the rip, before I even dive into anything, I have... A lot of hope for Pittsburgh in 2024. I think it's going to be a good year for them. But let's see uh, if I'm correct about that when I actually take a deep dive into this Pittsburgh Pirates uh, roster here. Uh, last year, in 2023, they finished 76-86. and 86. Very impressive uh, for a team that didn't have that many expectations. And they ranked 22nd in runs scored, 22nd in earned runs, uh, runs against, and 22nd in ERA. So they sat right there uh, in the 22nd spot. They finished 4th in the NL Central, 11th in the NL overall, and 21st in MLB uh, as a whole. This year, when it comes to the draft, they're going to be picking 9th, um, obviously because last year they picked 1st, and they picked uh, Paul Skeens, who is their number one top prospect. But we'll go over that uh, shortly here. Let's take a look at who Pittsburgh added, first and foremost. And there's uh, quite a list of guys here uh, on my league deals or that signed one-year contracts that are, are notable names here. Martin Perez, starting pitcher, comes over. They re-signed Andrew McCutchett. And how about some of these guys? Rowdy Telez, Billy McKinney. Uh, some names that you might have forgotten uh, as they're not that quite notable. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, they received in a trade with either the Braves or the Mariners. I'm forgetting his whole pathway. I'm pretty sure he went from Seattle to Atlanta with the Kalanick trade, and then Atlanta flipped him to Pittsburgh. Or well, the Shaman, Yasmani Grandal, uh, they had that trade with Royals for Edward Olivares. Uh, they signed Josh Fleming as well. And uh, they also extended Mitch Keller for five years. Uh, so that is a pretty busy offseason for the Pirates, if I do say so. And the only notable name that they lost, Vince Velasquez, starting pitcher, who can be replaced by either Martin Perez or Marco Gonzalez. So overall, when you look at that alone, Pittsburgh had a very successful um offseason and last year of course winning 76 games you know that sounds like they can only go up from here uh when you look at that rotation mitch keller of course the guy they extended the guy who's getting paid he leads the way he's going to be making the opening day start for the pirates uh, as long as he can stay healthy throughout spring martin perez newly acquired he's in number two soul marco gonzalez newly acquired in the three hole and then they have luis l ortiz and then bailey falter to round up that rotation Taking a look at the bullpen, I mean, hello, David Bednar. I'm going to be talking about this guy a little bit later on because what an underrated pitcher he has been. David Bednar closing out the games for Pittsburgh. Aroldis Chapman, he's in the back end there as a lefty, as well as Josh Fleming, who's listed as a relief pitcher here on Fangraphs. Uh, a couple other notable names, uh, Ryan Barucki, uh, Dory Mortera. So there is guys here for the Pirates that you know and that you've heard of. <laughs> Um, it's just a matter of, you know, putting it together again for 162 games. 
Uh, taking a look at that go-to starting lineup, or at least the projected go-to starting lineup. Batting first, leading things off, another shortstop. It is O'Neal Cruz. This guy, if he can stay healthy, he can put up some crazy numbers, I feel like. Brian Reynolds in left field, batting second. Key Brian Hayes at third. Um... The soon-to-be 38-year-old Andrew McCutchett at DH. Jack Sawinski put up a very nice year for the Pirates last year. He's going to be playing center field, batting fifth. Uh, Ryan Telez, uh, first baseman. Yasmani Grandel, the switch-hitting catcher, batting seventh. Leover Pagora uh, at second base. And then Joshua Palacios in right field, batting ninth. That bench consists of 1-1 Henry Davis, uh, the first overall draft pick in 2021. Connor Joe is there as well. Uh, Jay Juan Bay and Edward Oliveras, like I mentioned from that Royals trade. So the Pirates team on paper looks a lot better than uh, previous years. You're starting to get the more notable names, some of those kids, you know, O'Neill Cruz, uh, Jack Sawinski. Key Brian Hayes has been mentioned for a long time. He was a, a first-round pick as well as uh, Yasmani Grandal so many years ago. Um, but, yeah, you know, Henry Davis, one of one. He's a catcher, essentially. Uh, of course, they signed Yasmani Grandal, give him a little bit more time. And when you look at the... Um, prospects that the Pirates have. Paul Skeens, he's in double-A right now. He's the number one overall uh, Pittsburgh Pirate prospect, sixth in MLB. He was the first-round pick last year. He's expected to come up at some point this year, perhaps, and uh, make a big impact if Pittsburgh is, uh, you know, playing really well. Uh, they also have guys there. Tmar Johnson, who is a little bit more on the younger side. He's going to be around for a little bit in the minors before getting that chance. Uh, and then Quinn Priester as well. I hope I'm pronouncing these names right. Uh, but they have some other guys there who could do it, but those are the three that are in MLB's top 100 prospects, so uh, the ones to uh, most note. Also should mention some of the injuries that the Pirates are going to be bringing their way into uh, 2024 with. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, we talked about, he uh, he had some forearm surgery uh, last year. He should be good for opening day. He is projected to make the 26-man roster. Uh, but a couple guys who aren't JT Brubaker... Uh, as well, you haven't heard his name yet. He had Tommy John surgery, uh, and he will be out at least until about middle of June, July. Uh, same thing with Andy Rodriguez, the catcher, young catcher there as well. Uh, he's expected to miss all of 2024. Uh, he had a UCL problem uh, in his elbow. So uh, he is done as well. He will most likely miss uh, most of 2024, if not all of 2024. Probably that's why they ended up going out and signing uh, Yasmani Grandal. Uh, let's take a look quickly at their free agents uh, for next year. Like I said, a lot of the deals that they made this offseason are one-year deals. So guys like Aroldis Chapman, Martin Perez, Andrew McCutchett, Rowdy Tellez, and Yasmani Grandal. All free agents after this year. Ryan Baraki, he's also a free agent. And then Marco Gonzalez, who they got in a trade, uh, he has a 15 million club option that the Pirates can choose to take or not, depending on how he pitches this year. Of course, coming back from injury, um, you know, we'll have to see how he ends up playing uh, to start the year. All right, let's take a look at some of these guys. Some of the guys on Pittsburgh, man. Uh, let's start with the one that everyone should know. MVP, five-time All-Star, Andrew McCutchett. I mean, this guy is everything to Pittsburgh. I mean, really, since Barry Bonds, this has been 
the guy for Pittsburgh that, you know, was the most notable name, I would say, in the Pirates history. Um, and, you know, after leaving in 2017, you know, playing with the Giants and the Yankees, the Phillies, the Brewers, he makes his way back uh, last year. And honestly, put up some nice numbers, a 256 batting average, a 776 OPS, had 12 home runs, 100 hits, uh, only played in 112 games, did have to uh, end his year earlier with an injury. Um, he is currently sitting on home runs for his career, in his 15-year career, 299. So there is only one goal for Andrew McCutchett this year, and that is one home run <laughs> uh, to get to 300. So Pirate Games at the beginning of the season are going to go up in uh, ticket sales for sure, as people are going to be wanting to be there in PNC Park to uh, probably, hopefully, witness some greatness there for Andrew McCutchett. Like I said, one home run away from 300. And despite being, you know, 37, 38 years old, uh, he can still play. He can still, he's still doing it. You know, like I said, uh, yes, 112 games, but small sample size. 256 batting average, 776 OPS. Not only is he there to, to still be a decent hitter, but he is there as a leader uh, to lead some of these young guys. You know, Brian Reynolds was who... Andrew McCutcheon got traded for when he went from Pittsburgh to San Francisco. The prospect that Pittsburgh got was Brian Reynolds. And look at him now. Huge extension. Probably the Pirates' best player. Um, you know, so he's there as that leadership, as that guy to help steer some of these kids in the right way. And one of those kids, for sure, is O'Neill Cruz, uh, the 6'7 speedster power bat. Uh, he had uh, some injured filled 2023 only played nine games uh, last year uh, had one home run um, you know not gonna talk about those numbers because there really isn't much to talk about we will take a look at his 2022 though where he did get his most games uh, 87 games he had 77 hits in those games and 17 home runs a 233 batting average and a 744 OPS finishing sixth in uh, rookie of the year uh, baseball reference here has his 2024 projection to uh, have 11 home runs 57 hits 248 batting average and a 771 OPS uh, so obviously they think he's gonna miss some time you know dealing with his stuff or possibly still kind of fluctuating from AAA to major leagues but I think he should be here and I think he'll be um, a huge part of the Pittsburgh Pirates team this year if he can stay healthy is the big key question of course six seven speed um, always kind of a cause conf cause for concern when it comes to injuries so if he can stay healthy I think O'Neill Cruz will be a you know very fun piece into these Pittsburgh Pirates team and like I said earlier, the Pirates had a surprisingly, you know, really strong year um, last year. Up until really like the end of April, beginning of May, the Pirates were the best team in the NL. So, I mean, when you think of it at, at, at that level, um, you know, the Pirates could be a really fun team this year, I think. You know, and it it helps with the kids. You know, if Paul Skeens, depending on when he comes up, if he comes up, uh, you know, Brian Reynolds, he's now kind of 
into that leader approach now he's he was a kid once upon a time but now he's here uh, you know, O'Neill Cruz, Key Brian Hayes, how much does he bring to the table? Jack Sawinski, I mean, let's talk about this guy for a little bit. Last year, 144 games played, had 100 hits, 26 home runs, 74 ribbies, a 224 batting average, and a 793 OPS. So close to an 800 OPS. And I mean, that was his second year. The kid's going to be 25 years old. That's still on the younger side here. And I think he's only going to improve. I think, uh, you know, he could be the next center fielder. I really like the the Pirates, you know, left fielder, center fielder, Reynolds, Swinsky combo there. And uh, if Key Brian Hayes can, can keep up to his kind of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Plateau, I guess, like his level of game. I think Key Bryant has another layer, but if he can stay consistent, that's what I was looking for. If he can stay consistent uh, batting in the third hole, playing third base, and, you know, not getting hurt, I think um, I think he's going to be a huge success as well. And uh, there's one other guy I wanted to definitely mention here because, in my opinion, he is so not talked about enough. David Bednar in the back of that Pirates bullpen, uh, the closer there. He is as elite as elite can get, a two-time All-Star. He finished eighth in Rookie of the Year in 2021. Uh, as soon as he came over to Pittsburgh, he found some success because in those first two years when he was getting some chances with the Padres in 2019 and 2020, uh, he was bad. In 17 games, he uh, found his ERA at 6.75, but then came over to Pittsburgh in 2021, which is the year he finished eight in Rookie of the Year. Had 61 games that he came out of the ballpen, uh, three saves and a 2.23 ERA. 2022, his first All-Star year, uh, played 45 games, had 51 innings under his belt, 19 saves, and then last year as the official official closer in 2023, uh, 66 games, 39 saves, and uh, a 2 ERA, only getting better and better. He could have a sub-2 ERA this year. Uh, he only blew, th- blew three of his you know saves, so he had 42 opportunities, made 39 of those saves. And uh, in his three years with Pittsburgh, he's pitched to a 2.25 ERA in 179 innings pitched. The guy is good. And I mean, yes, you can throw him on the on the list of, you know, comparing him to guys like Devin Williams, Emmanuel Classe, uh, Josh Hader even. But I mean, Derek Bednar, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think, besides Devin Williams, I can't think of anyone else in the National League in, in closing roles who... Is better. Like I think Dave Bednar is number two, right after Devin Williams. This guy is really good. His numbers are great. Um, all I know is if Pittsburgh has a lead entering the ninth inning, I assure you they're going to win that game because Dave Bednar has been that good for the Pirates in the last two years. And uh, I mean, same thing as Jack Swinski. I only think he can get better. He's only 29, which I mean is up there in age a little bit, but I feel like he still has another four or five years like this. Like, he is gross. His fastball, um, disgusting. It's electric even. I think David Bednar is a guy to watch. You know, if you do fantasy, you know, David Bednar is a guy you want to take because I think this Pirates team is going to go out there and kind of surprise some people. And, you know, going through these episodes now and everything, I'm doing these guys fifth. So I think they're going to be... Uh, or like there, there is a lot of better teams when you when you think about it. On a low key scale, though, I think the Pirates. I think I put the Pirates way lower than I should have. I think 
I'm kind of going off the things based off of last year. Looking at this team, looking at how they did last year, the improvements that they've made this year, you know, they dealt with some a lot of injuries last year, which is why that, like, drop-off from April to May. I mean, all those injuries really started coming May onward. <laughs> that first month in April, they were the best team. I think this Pirates team, you know, if they start off hot, Paul Skeens comes up, they could be something, you know, to worry about. I think the division, the NL Central, see, that's the tricky thing because the Cardinals were so bad last year that there's no way they're going to be as bad as they were last year. The Brewers obviously lost Corbin Burns, and they had problems. The Reds are fun and upcoming, but the Pirates are too. I low-key think that the Pirates can make a run for the division. If things if things are all going right for the Pirates... And, and Skeens comes up, and he pitches well, and McCushion's doing his thing, and Reynolds is going off, and I don't know. The only thing that I, I will say does scare me is the bullpen outside of David Bednar. Aroldis Shaman, you know, if he's not closing games, we saw how he was with Texas last year. When he was a closer, he was awful, but when he was in the seventh, eighth inning, he was he was still his Aroldis Chapman self. So I think as long as Bednar's closing the games and Chapman's doing the eighth inning, you know, I think they'll be fine. But outside of those two guys, the bullpen does cause a little bit of concerns for me. You know, Baraki and Fleming there, but those are all kind of lefties. The righties, there's not really a righty here that I see that kind of uh, scares me here. The the best projected ERA for the righties uh, is Dory Moretta. So, you know, the bullpen is a slight cause for concern. But if you can, if the offense is going, you know, like... Guys get called up. I don't know, man. I, I could be talked my way into a, a successful Pittsburgh Pirates uh, 2024 here. Uh, taking a look at the over and under here, uh, it's listed at 75.5. Uh, so the, definitely the highest one we've had so far out of the other four teams we've done. Um 75.5 is a lot of games. 76 wins. So basically... Can they do exactly what they did last year? Because they finished 76 and 86. So are they going to have just as successful as a year this year as they did last year? When I look at it like that, I, I want to say yes. But of course, that's because the Cardinals were also really bad. They finished below the Pirates at 71 to 91. Um, It's a tough one here, too. I think we're starting to have a little bit of tough ones. I mean, I've picked all four under so far. I really do like the Pirates team here. That one through four of Cruz, Reynolds, Hayes, and McCutcheon even. And then if you want to put Jack Swinski and, like, Rowdy Telez, Yasmani Grandal, like, those are old guys you can kind of talk yourself into. I mean, Rowdy's not even 30, though. Like, he's got some power over there at PNC. I'm going to take the over. It's my first over. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Pirates over here. I think they're going to win 76 games. Um, you could talk me into a um, a division win for the Pirates. But don't don't put my words on that. Don't quote me on that one because I'm not confident in that. I'm just saying it uh, definitely 100% could happen uh, if you are, you know, for Pittsburgh here. Um but that's going to do it for us here today, our TOPS. Thank you, everybody, so much uh, for listening. This is only the first one today. Another one is either coming out shortly or is already out for you guys to uh, watch and listen to. So thank you, everybody, so, so, so much. The Pittsburgh Pirates 2024 season, uh, definitely the best team we've, we've had, we've talked about so far. So thank you, everybody, so much, and I will see you guys uh, next time.